love the smell of napalm in the morning. You see, we're on a mission from God. Great Scott. You're gonna need a bigger boss. Hasta la vista. Hey, go ahead. Make my day. I'm Ricky Bobby. You don't chew Big Red, you. Welcome to this episode of the Movie Zealots Podcast. I am your host, Tom. Join alongside my fellow zealots, Joe and Paul. How are you guys doing this episode? Great. Splendiferous. Wow. That is, need a new word. You were texting earlier uh, with these wonderful wow. words. <laughs> well, this episode, we are reviewing the movie, the brand new movie. It just came out this weekend, Traffic. But before we do that, we have this. The Alexa quote of the show. And may the odds be ever in your favor. All right. Now, I'm not saying I set this up for Paul to uh, get some points back. <laughs> I'm oh not going to say that. However, yeah, that's, that's going to fail anyway. So go, <laughs> go ahead. But Paul, I, I picked this, this movie. I had the quote already done, but I thought, you know what? Paul's uh, feeling a little low after that last outing, which I'm still embarrassed that you didn't know. Uh, that quote from Predator. However, this one has your name all over it. <laughs> Here we go. I wish I knew how to quit you. Wow. I wish. That's I, I, I'm feeling almost... That's I not fair. How to quit you. Well, But everyone's going to know it, too. Just because, anyway, well, I don't know if Joe knows this movie. <sighs> I wish I knew how to quit you. <laughs> Joe. <laughs> that perplexed think, look in my face. I don't yeah. think he knows. Unless he's he's playing a hell of a game. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've played poker with him. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, he has no idea. <laughs> I wish I knew how to quit you. Hey, I also added in the show notes uh, the rules to this game as well as our um, scoring system when we review movies. So I don't have to say anything other than, you know, uh, give us a review on iTunes um, <laughs> and whatever else you want to do. And review us anywhere else. Aaron, go to our Facebook page, like that. Uh, go to our Twitter. Uh, follow us on there. It's all uh, movie zealots. Paul, I think Paul's been done. Yeah, oh yeah, he's yeah, he's been done a hundred yeah, minutes. He's yeah. done. I'm I'm just throwing my hands up. Well, here, how about Paul give us the right answer? Throw my hands. <laughs> no. <laughs> Do I have to a year or something? Maybe, maybe you know the year could be right. All right. All right, Paul or uh, Joe, we'll let you go first. How about that? <laughs> oh, oh, wow. oh no. that's not nice. All this right. is so terrible because I've I, I've heard the quote, but I have no idea at all. Uh, well, maybe my uh, saying that Paul was going to get more points than you may uh, give a little bit of a clue as to uh, the movie. Apparently not. <laughs> no, I, I knew. Okay, it's something probably good. All right, <laughs> and that that that's not that's the name enough. of the movie. Um, yeah, it's, well, it's probably not they live. Okay, we scratched that one right <laughs> off. Um, so, well, I went with Ghost. Okay, uh, nineteen eighty-seven. Patrick Swayze, Demi Moore, and The Rock. Because I don't know who else is in that movie. So, well, I can assure you, The Rock is not in that movie. He was not in it, but he might be in the right movie. <laughs> <laughs> Build build three? I don't think so. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, Paul, give us the correct answer, please. Um, it's from Brokeback Mountain. That is correct. Uh, 2005? Okay. So far, so good. You're on a roll. 
I think the bigger of the two is Heath Ledger. Okay. Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay. Okay, this is Paul. You oh, wow. You're standing on the prefaces of getting prefaces. That's not a word. The prefaces. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is. I'm so excited. Paul, you get this last one. It's almost you, awesome. The only other name I know from points. it is Anne Hathaway. Oh no. Unfortunately, it is, and I don't know who this person is, Linda Cardellini. Linda Cardellini. Cardinelli? Cardinelli? Cardellini. I love her. She was uh, from the Scooby-Doo movies. Cardellini. Cardellini is who this is. She she starred in Scooby Doo and Scooby Doo Two: Monsters Unleashed. That, there's my class of film. Are you sure that's who that is? Did she play it? Um, the one with the glasses who always wears. Oh, Velma. Velma. Okay. Velma. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, was she the wife of Heath or Jake? I don't know. Huh. I don't know. But oh, she was also oh. in an Avengers movie. She's uh, Hawkeye's wife. Really. Interesting. So you. Am I assuming you haven't seen Brokeback Mountain, Joe? I have seen part of it, but I haven't watched the whole thing. <laughs> Just the good part. It's, <laughs> it's in my queue of movies to watch. I've seen part of it, and we we were going somewhere, and I turned it off and never got back to watching the rest of it. I don't really care for the movie, to be honest. It's sort of really a downer, right? Like, uh, is wow. It, I, I mean, I, anyway. I saw it. I don't remember much of it other than some awkward love scenes that were awkward but um what happened at the end i don't they uh it just doesn't have an, it doesn't have much of an ending at all really oh the, the one gets the one guy gets killed by her his wife's family right and the other guy just oh, well, well yeah it doesn't really there's not much of an ending to it i mean well you, you know watch. it fits in with the movie we're reviewing today not having much of an ending <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you, you, you right. had a theme, right? All right, so Joe, you got zero points, and Paul, you got five. So this actually worked out the way I thought it was, or, or would. Uh, got uh, Paul some more, <laughs> some more points, and you guys are closer because Paul was at fifty-three, so now he's at fifty-eight, and Joe, you're still holding strong at sixty-two. So you still got a lead of four, uh, but it's closer, so that's good. <laughs> All right, let's move into the movie traffic. Uh, drop the C. It's just a K. Don't know why. Year 2018 rating is R. It's an hour and 36 minutes long. Uh, Dion Tyler or Taylor is the director. He also directed Meet the Blacks. Cast of note are Paula Patton, William Fitchner, and Omar Epps. The uh, brief description is a couple off for a romantic weekend in the mountains are accosted by a by a biker gang. Alone in the mountains, Bree and John must defend themselves against the gang who will stop at nothing to protect their secrets. Tagline, refuse to be a victim. Uh, now, this is interesting. I, I, um, I saw this movie Friday night, and then I wrote up my, wrote up the, the opening night. So I wrote up my, uh, I wrote up all this stuff Friday night after I got back from the movie. So I went on today, which is now Sunday. We're recording the Sunday after the Friday <laughs> And uh, and here the IMDb it was like at five point something, and now it's up to six point seven the rating. So people who are actually going out this weekend and seeing it uh, are bumping it up, and that holds true with Rotten Tomatoes. This is the audience, however, They're, the the uh, critics are still giving it a twenty four percent, but the audience it, again it went from I think 
50 or 60 up to 73%. And the budget of this movie is reported on Wiki- Wikipedia at $4 million. Now, amazingly, this movie has very little... Um, IMDb has very little on this movie as far as interesting little tidbits or anything. So I had to search hard just to find what I did. Like that 4 million I found in Wikipedia. Uh, Obviously opening weekend is April 20th, 420. And here are my two notes. Actress Paula Patton chose not to use a stunt double in the dramatic motorcycle chase scene. Now, I don't understand this. She was a passenger in the vehicle for this scene. Right? That's what they're talking about, right, Joe? Yeah. So what the... <laughs> she refu- She didn't want a stunt double? Well, who cares? She's got a professional stunt driver. She's sitting in the passenger seat. She does nothing but sit there. What? They, they're they afraid the stunt driver might drive over the edge of the cliff? I don't understand what the big deal about this. Yeah, who cares if she was in the car? She, she wasn't yeah, driving. Was really she was doing, she's literally doing nothing but sitting there. <laughs> she sat next to the driver. Yeah. Ooh, look at that. Yeah, like, oh, wow. How realistic. Well, good for you. <laughs> she probably yeah, did some your training. Sense. Way to go, Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And uh, so Lionsgate acquired the rights to the film for $5 million in September 2017. So the budget was four. So uh, they made a million dollars right there. And uh, we'll see what else happens with this movie. Um, well, of that $4 million budget, I really hope that about 3.8 of it went to Omar Epps. <laughs> Oh, no, it went to uh, <laughs> uh, Paula Patton, I'm sure, because you saw basically everything uh, there is to see <laughs> of Paula Patton. All right, I don't know uh, who should go first on this one. Maybe we should uh, do this together, jokes. I have all kinds of problems with this movie. First of oh, all, my goodness. <laughs> this, this movie, when I watched the trailer, I mean, whoever cut this trailer together should really get all that money because this trailer looks awesome. The trailer's movie, you're like, oh, yeah. This thing looks good. Yeah, it looked like it could have been a good movie. And then you get to the movie. Okay, okay. First of all, all right. This movie. Now, Joe, I don't know what when when did you go see the movie? Was it Friday night? Friday night. Friday night. So you went to like a seven or nine o'clock. So I went to a five fifteen showing. So it was sparsely populated. Um, the five fifteen because it was kind of early. But you yeah, went, there were very few people, and it was one of the back theaters, too. It wasn't even in one of the big theaters in the complex. Okay. Now, watching this trailer, I never thought that this would be considered, quote-unquote, a black movie. This is not your barbershop or your... Um, uh, the, the, I, I can't think of a... What's the, the yeah. gang-related one? Um, uh, Boys on the Side, no, no, not the, Boys on the Side. I know what you mean. The target audience for this movie yeah. was white. Yeah, I mean, this from the trailer, it looked like it was just a thriller. Yeah, it happened to have two African American people as the leads, but it was not, it was not catered to the black community in any way. However, my theater, it was, it was the environment of a black movie. Uh, I'd say fifty percent of the people showed up during the trailers. Like the the theater was almost completely empty before the movie started. And when I got up to leave, I looked back. I was like, holy cow, where all these people come from? <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> Somehow they all snuck in. And oh my God, they were talking through this movie. Holy mackerel. We had some talkers. Just, oh, oh, oh my Lord. It, it talked through the entire movie. Now, normally, like my son wants to go see that, the, the basketball one. Uh, what is it? Oh, yeah. The one with all the basketball players. Yeah, yeah. The, now, old guys playing ball. That one I would 
possibly consider a black movie. And I would not go opening weekend only because I do, I wouldn't want to be, I, when I go see a movie, you know, some people like, uh, uh, they don't like 3d <laughs> or some people like they only go for IMAX. Yeah. I don't like when people talk. I, when I go to a movie, I like to listen to the movie, especially if they're talking over lines. Luckily this movie, there's a lot of downtime when nothing's going on. You're just looking at a character. And so if they're talking, I'm not missing anything, you know, I'm not missing their lines. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this, this movie, I, I don't know how, I, I, I don't know what made it, uh, turn out that way, but I, I it, it was insane. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. The trailer was fantastic. And then the story, I don't understand. So obviously the, the bicycle gang. So the, the, the director made this into a race movie and a, uh, well, obviously it's human trafficking, right? So obviously, uh, women being exploited, is the big thing about this based on a true story. However, well, but the problem, it wasn't, it was, it wasn't so about generic that. and cliched. Oh, it was so bad. It was awful. It, it trotted out every old movie trope that has ever existed. Oh yeah. Instead yeah. of actually trying to tell a story, right? No, it there was, was no story to tell. No, there, this, this was nothing to do. I mean, human trafficking was a back, took the back seat of, for this story. It was so, Oh, far in the back, and then it ends with a stupid stats over the over yeah the yeah like oh look at me oh like we care hey, so much hey, look I know we're we've been completely oblivious for the last ninety minutes but but here's a couple statistics to make us feel socially conscious <laughs> and the, the funny thing is about this movie you know the, this whole thing is about uh, you know women being exploited and ever, everything you're watching a movie and they have freaking Paula Patton they'll just randomly have a scene where she's in the car and you see her cleavage. Or like extended scenes of her butt in a thong, like they're exploiting her, like like when they're in the 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 uh, nice the nice place and they have the pole scene. Holy cow! You see every inch of her, like in slow mo. Oh, yeah. And or, like, or, they, or she wakes up in the morning, right at the beginning of the movie, right. And I remember because I was sitting next to my wife and we're sitting there, and she wakes up in the morning and I looked at my wife. And I'm like, who the hell sleeps in a leotard? <laughs> I mean, what the hell is this? She wakes up, she's in a leotard. I'm like, what the? What are you doing? Now, granted, that's the only good part of this movie is <laughs> seeing her in skimpy outfits and stuff. But my lord, talking about exploiting women, yeah, how you know, can I you can say see that much skimpy outfit in four minutes on YouTube without wasting ninety minutes of my time <laughs> and the money, right? Yeah, but yeah. no, I liked Omar Epps. He was the only good thing about the entire movie, and they killed him off. Now, let me ask you, it made me mad. He dies in a in a un unfantastic way. He gets shot in the side. So I'm thinking, okay, he's coming back to save her at the end of this movie, right? Oh, no, he no, he got shot in the stomach with a shotgun and then got up and killed the guy who shot him. Oh, I thought it was like he just wounded him. No, oh, he, the, the shot was fired at like seven inches from his midsection with a shotgun. I assume so. This movie sets up to be a you know sets it up as a, a racial thing because at the beginning they have, of course, you have the biker gang. And now I don't know biker gangs myself, so <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they're all racist, but. Yeah, of course, they were like, oh, you learned that in prison, and uh, you're a ball player. Blah, blah. So they set this whole thing up where 90% of the audience, like, they set it up like a race war type thing, and then when they, he like, yeah, Omar gets the gun to, sh to shoot him back. Yeah, yeah, he gets the shotgun, right? Mm -hmm. Like, the crowd yeah. was going crazy. Like, I, as, as the only, like, one of the only white people in the theater, I thought I should be like, no, white biker, you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Wow, wow, wow. I really wow. don't know about that one. No. Uh, <laughs> I uh, uh, wow. side there, Tom. Well, you know what? Uh, 
from what I could tell, most of the uh, the age range was probably uh, later in their 30s. So it wasn't like a, a, <laughs> a younger crowd. It was a, I, th I think I could have got away with that, and everyone would have had a good laugh, and uh, we could have moved on with the movie. But <laughs> I didn't think of it until after the fact. I'm like, oh, no, that would have been funny. But yeah, yeah, yeah he okay, shoots. I the mean, but it wasn't it wasn't a good movie. I mean, it, the pacing was terrible. No, it took it. How long did it take before the yeah all that even? Ha I mean, it just yeah, such it a just waste took, of time. It, it, yeah, forever. The pacing was off. Uh, you you couldn't even really feel what you wanted. One of the got people you were supposed to like, you just hated, right? I mean, you didn't even like the the two main characters, two best friends. Th that dude is not likable in any way. In fact, in any way, he was it, he was a horrible human being. It's and, set up for the main characters. The only reason to hang out with him is because he has money. Like it's it's like it's the movie setting up saying, hey, hey, they're they're friends, but they're only friends because this guy has money. Yeah, he's using them for his cash. Yeah. So our main character, the people that we're supposed to like, are essentially using this guy. Yeah, cause that guy because that guy's not likable. Nothing likable about it. The no. guy did everything he could to upset the other dude the, the whole time, <laughs> just being an ass all the time. All the time. There wasn't a minute where he was likable in that movie. And then their random exposition at the the weirdest times just turned out to really be stupid. Like the sheriff lady holding her, you know, and that and that the one truly unattractive woman in the entire movie is uh, okay. And I just looked at her like, oh my god, she's gonna be the bad guy. Is who you broke up? The the lady cop. I, as soon as she pulled in, I knew she was a bad guy. They they put they put a more masculinish, oh yeah, not attractive woman in the role. And I looked, they pulled her up. I'm like, oh my god, these people are gonna make her the bad guy. So here's what they should have done. So they made a lady lady cop the head of the ring per se. So they they got rid of the uh, sexist stuff, right? Because now a lady's part of it. They should have made her a black woman, and that would have got rid of the uh, racial uh, thing too. Then it would have been a perfect even even kill for the movie. But instead, yeah, they have this white woman and then they have this British guy or what, what, who was the He's head? Australian. -y. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like there's, <laughs> yeah, he was like the, the head of the, the, uh, stupid, uh, stereotypical white bi biker gang who apparently are just too dumb to be able to do anything on their own. Cause yeah, he was ordering the bikers around. So he had this <laughs> Australian truck driver who was ordering what? the bikers. It's a multi-million dollar or like, this is a multi-million dollar operation, but nothing in the All movie All led by suggests. some local sheriff yeah. in freaking Utah or some dumb shit. What? I mean, where, how the hell is this lady in charge of the human trafficking ring? That makes no sense. And then She's someone you would pay off to shut <laughs> yeah. up while we truck through your district, right? I mean, she doesn't seem like the head of it. <laughs> oh, my God. This movie is so bad. I mean... And, and can I bitch about the house they escaped from and went to and all that? Because uh, this is the thing that bugged me the most of it all, right? So they're in this like $4 million house in the California Hills and yeah. they're running through the woods and they see another house and they run up to this small, albeit smaller house, right? So it's only a $2 million house in the <laughs> California Hills and they try to escape in the car and it won't start. Yeah. 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 So oh, you yeah, spent yeah. $2 million on your house and 1500 bucks on the car. <laughs> I mean, it was a piece of shit broken down car out behind this million dollar house. How the hell does it not start in 11 tries? Yeah. Oh, so aggravating. And then th there's no payoff in this movie either. Like at no point do you like, oh, okay. Like the whole time I thought she left Omar in, in the house. I thought he's coming back and he's going to kick, kick these uh, bikers guys, you know, kick their butts and kill the lady, you know, the cop or whatever, you know, have some revenge, have some justice, you know, 
And no, but she had to be the only, the, it, only the women could survive this movie because I think they tried to sell it to Lifetime and then Lifetime was like, I'm sorry, this movie's just not good. <laughs> All right, we'll just release it. <laughs> I'll get the best trailer cutter in the business. I'll get him to cut me a trailer. <laughs> we'll get some suckers in the opening weekend uh, <laughs> to pay for this movie. Yeah, so, yeah, Omar dies. Uh, just, he is so unsatisfying that he just dies like yeah he gets shot and he's dead like oh and he okay. dies a stupid day he doesn't just get shot and die he gets shot gets up does all the work and then dies yeah and then she goes out gets herself caught and then she escapes and here's the part i have a problem with too so she goes into the drugstore or the grocery store the gas station knowing that this cop sheriff lady is going to come and get her but she calls an outside agency or calls someone else Who's she called the newspaper she used to work okay, for. Okay, okay. So fired. she called someone from, like, say, 200 miles away. The local sheriff is already local. So she called both, and she knew that the sheriff would come in, grab her, and not be able to take her back to her buddies, her biker buddies, who are going to uh, destroy her before everyone else showed up. Are you kidding yeah, me? Because the FBI helicopter would get there just in time. <laughs> Because, you know, they have them sitting there with the rotors yeah. spinning on top of the FBI. I mean, it was perfect. Like, okay, I'm going to turn around and put the hand. First of all, that lady cop should have shot that lady right in the store. I mean, why she didn't kill her right there makes no sense. If I was that lady, I'd assume I was going to be killed in the store. But for whatever reason, this stupid cop lady decides she's going to handcuff well, well, her. Well, the thing I didn't get, back. too, because she walked down to the store. Why'd she even go in the store? Because she got there at daylight. Yes. Wait in the woods till night to walk into the store to call the sheriff. She could have walked up to any of those 50 cars that were there getting gas and climbed into one and said, look, take me to help. Yes. Yep. Nope. Nope. She, she set it up. She set that cop up, set her up. Right. But she didn't set her up because yeah, the cop brings her out of the store. A bunch of cops come arrest the, the lady cop. And that's the end of the movie. Like, are you kidding me? Where there's no satisfaction. She didn't get any revenge. Nothing. She called her a bitch or something when she walked by her. Like, yeah. oh my god, are you kidding? And then, all, and then all your sex slaves come walking out of the woods. Yeah, yeah, they're just wandering out. <laughs> what an unsatisfying. So, yeah, the one they they I don't know if that one dude OD'd because they shot a couple needles in her or in him. And the the main guy who who was going to keep her, the British guy or whatever, the Australian, she stabbed him with a, a screw or something. So he he couldn't be dead. I can't imagine he was dead. I this. Nah, I maybe got infected. Yeah. Oh, man. A sepsis will get him in a couple weeks. <laughs> this movie is so bad. Even the one the one redeeming thing about trying to talk about human trafficking, it fails in that. Like it's it exploits women to talk about not exploiting women. Well, fantastic. <laughs> That's so stupid. And then they, yeah, the traffic. And, and, it, and it doesn't even talk about human traffic. It doesn't even present it really as a problem. It just, it, you know, it's something, oh, yeah, you can overcome. Don't worry. No, oh, no. At the end, like you said, it had those two lines of saying, you know, 1.5 million people get human trafficked or something. But aren't, aren't most traffic, I mean, trafficked women, like foreign women, I don't, I, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of crazy, but I don't think many. And maybe I'm wrong. Well, maybe you should see his American movie, Paul. citizens. <laughs> I mean, they do. I mean, as far as I understand, they do. They catch runaways and shit like that. Yeah. But but the thing is, is is they drug them and gang rape them for a week. <laughs> Which they left out of this movie because, you know, she's the heroine. You can't have her. Yeah, yeah. That, that probably wouldn't sit well. Although, they, yeah. he would love shooting those scenes. 
Wow. That, that, that's the extended wow. cut. Wow. Wow. <laughs> there we go. Hey, you know, nine out of ten people do love gang rape. <laughs> Hold out for extended cut, people. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so for, for no reason at all, the C from traffic is missing in the title, which I don't know what that's about. I think it makes it edgy. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Uh, what, so I was looking for stuff to use, and one of the best um, reviews I saw... Now, somebody actually reviewed this movie, and her review was five, 10 out of 10. And here's here's what her... This is a user, mind you, not, not a critic. Regardless the movie quality, I recommend all girls should watch the movie. I give it 10 out of 10 stars. What? What for what? You... Where was the where was the yeah, empowerment? What, what, yeah, I... what, where what what are they watching this movie for? So they can see uh, Paula Patton half naked half the film. What? That's so stupid. But one of the best ones was um, uh, reviewer Michael Gringold. I think that's how you'd say his name. Michael Gringold. Um, his review, basically the end of it. He, he has a long review which I didn't really read, but the very end is traffic is junk. Is J U N C. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, that's such a good review. <laughs> yeah, uh, but apparently uh, audience members are going to this movie and uh, liking it. So uh, I, I don't know who goes to this and likes this movie. It's a bad movie. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it fails even, it fails as a movie. It fails at it, every level. It fails at being socially conscious. It fails at attempting to educate the audience. It it fails at, yeah, like you said, everywhere. It's it, just it, not good. It doesn't do anything good except show off Paula Patton's uh, figure. That's the only good thing it does. I I don't I don't get it. I, I do not get the appeal to this movie and the fact that it's now sitting with an audience score of 73. I think, I don't even know. Who's going to see this movie? Because I, like I said, this does this this um, trailer doesn't look like your typical like hey it's a black movie come out everyone who would uh, like this and see it so it doesn't I, I don't know I, I don't get it I, I don't I don't understand so Paul, Joe let me ask you Joe and the theater you were in what did it uh, turn out to be like a black movie or was it mixed evenly like you a thriller that you would assume a thriller movie would be no it was just. Yeah, just like a thriller. I mean, it didn't come off. I mean, it didn't have that, and it didn't have the feel. Because, you know, when you go into a theater with a black movie, I love those because the, the theater has, like, the energy, and it's usually fun. Well, no, like, don't get me wrong. The people like in the theater... Now you talk about the people talking in the movie, which I don't mind in one of those movies where it's fun because it kind of adds to the energy of it all. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah this do. didn't I, have I, that. I don't like it. I, I don't like anybody. Like... The scene when Omar's dying and she pulls out, she gets the ring, and she's like, literally, that scene must have lasted 10 minutes. I don't know what she was doing kneeling at him for that long. And like, people are like, wrong, bitch. What are you doing, you stupid bitch? Just, just, just yelling at the screen. Like, I really... uh, That's funny. Because I, I was making comments to Carol. I'm like, well, that's kind of presumptuous for her to think it was for her. <laughs> <laughs> she, takes, she takes a diamond ring out of the guy's pocket and puts it on her finger. I mean, what are you doing? He died. Are you robbing him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what she was doing, yes, essentially. But yeah, I mean, this movie, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't like when uh, people talk through the movie, especially when they try to be clever and they're trying to be funny. And But yes, everyone in this theater was having a good time. Well, with the exception of me. <laughs> well, I mean, they, they better because they, the fun wasn't on on the screen. <laughs> so maybe they enjoyed it. Maybe, uh, maybe, 
you know, the black community uh, enjoys this movie. I don't know what... It, there's nothing in it, though. I mean, there's no... There's nothing in it to enjoy. Like, there's nothing... There's no reason why I wouldn't enjoy it. Like I said, it's not a, a black-targeted movie in any way. So I don't... I, I don't get it. I do, I do not get it. Like you said, Joe, the best actor in the movie gets killed, and then it's just Paula running around just acting crazy. Ah, man. I, I don't understand this at all. This is a bad movie. Joe, or, uh, Paul, do not go see this movie. Wow. Because really, the only upside for Joe and I, you wouldn't even enjoy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Paula Patton uh I don't know. Omar Epps spends a lot of time in that pool too, maybe. Yeah. What is he? I guess he's topless at some point. He's in the pool, right? He's got to be topless. Yeah. Yeah. He's. The only weird thing is she's in her bra and panties. They're in a secluded, huge mansion. Got this beautiful pool. They've got an infinity pool in the hills. Why? Are you why? Sh- why why is she not naked? <laughs> yeah. What is she yeah. doing? Like, come on, really? And at some point, yeah, she's and, topless and, and she and leans on it. you've got a $3 million house, why are you having sex in the pool? Do you not understand how terrible a lubricant pool water is? <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this movie is just so bad on so many levels. It's, uh, man, it's so bad. I don't know. Yeah, it tries to be one thing and it is not. I don't know what it is. I don't know what this movie is. I don't, <laughs> I don't know who it was designed for. And I don't know who would like it, but apparently there's some audience members out there who uh, has it at 73%, and IMDb is at 6.7. So uh, more power to you, but mm, don't go see it. I say don't see. Joe, what do you say? I said skip it. Oh, do yeah. not see this yeah, movie. There's no, no, unless there is a director's cut that has some more uh, Paula Patton. Uh, Even is- so, I'm pretty sure you can. you're going to just find those clips on their own. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think there are certain sites out there that you go to and they show just those clips. Yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to watch the actual movie. Oh, there yeah. You go. <laughs> the Nevermind. Do not. Yeah, do not go see this movie. Um, and I actually saw a movie about human trafficking on, on Lifetime, of all things. It was actually a good movie a couple years ago. Carol was watching. I sat and watched it with her. I'm like, wow, this is a really good, well-produced movie. Well, there you go. Go see that instead. Because. Uh, yeah. I don't know why, why. Well, this is built as a thriller. I went to it as a thriller. I wanted to be thrilled. You know, I wanted the whole experience. It wasn't that. It did, yeah, it didn't have a it didn't have a good. I night. was expecting something like a stranger's knockoff, right? Yeah, yeah. From the ads, I mean, you had the people out front there. Hey, you know, I thought, oh, they're going to be hunted in the woods. This is going to be a good movie. No, nothing. Ha- yeah, nothing. <laughs> nothing happens in this movie. It's just it's so poorly executed. I don't know. But anyway, uh, yeah, so don't go see it. Um, Paul, do you have any questions about this movie? Wow. Um, no, I, that seems like a really bad movie. Yeah, it's it's not good. That's, that's for sure. Wow. Not, not even a good exploitation movie is what you're saying. Not, not even a... Well, they exploited uh, Paula. <laughs> Did a good job yeah. of doing that. <laughs> Because they literally, like, there'd be scenes where they just cut to, like, her cleavage. Like, like Joe, are you, were you confused by some of those scenes? Because I was. I was like, what are, what are we looking at here? Like, yeah, why are you doing this? Yeah, like, like, like their drive up, I guess. And it's like, they're just showing her chest. Like, oh. Yeah, they show them, you know, you have the, the, the montage where they're, they're driving through the hills together because they're in love and they're going away for the weekend. Yeah. And it's just a, it's just a 
camera shot <laughs> down her blouse. Like, <laughs> yeah. But I, I swear, going. I swear, at different parts of that movie outside after they get there, they go, they cut back to that or something. I, they're just weird cut scenes where they just show like parts of her body. Like, oh, the okay. director was like a fourteen-year-old boy. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> just picking the shot selection was like, oh my god, you let your kid in this scene? <laughs> I don't. Yeah, it was just so weird. I don't know. It, it was very pervy, almost like, what, what is this guy doing? <laughs> yes. Uh, anyway, all right. Well, <laughs> that will do it for this one. Well, that'll do it for this episode. So I like to thank uh, Paul and Joe <laughs> for joining me for this one. And until next time, that's a wrap. Yeah.